Hi, this is Tyler Newsom, and I'm doing my oral history interview. With me today, I have Terry Graff. She was formerly a singer for the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, and it has been since renamed the Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square, on Temple Square. Um, Terry, would you like to talk a little bit about your career and all that stuff that you've been able to experience? Yes, I started, I loved singing at a very young age. And so I sang all the time with the radio and with, you know, at church. And then as I got older, I decided I loved it so much. I wanted to take lessons and expand my musical talents. And so I took lessons and sang with different choirs in college and high school. And I have always wanted to be a member of the Tabernacle Choir. So I just continued to use my voice and my singing and my music wherever I could until it finally came to a point in my life when I was able to leave my family long enough on Sundays and Thursdays and be able to join the choir. And it was a great and wonderful experience that I'm grateful for. Awesome. Thank you. So, Terry, right now I'm going to play two songs for you. One is a little bit earlier in your career because you started in 2002, did you not? That's correct. And then you ended in 2018. Yes. Okay, so these two songs come from 2006 and 2016. Uh, keep, so while you're listening to these songs, keep in mind kind of the differences between the two and the feelings that you felt and any memories that you have of, of these two videos. So the first one is Come Come Ye Saints in, I believe, 2006.
different. So for the sake of time, I won't be able to play all the songs, like the full length of each song. But so that was Come Come Ye Saints from the 4,000th broadcast of the um, Mormon Tabernacle Choir. And this was in 2006. This comes from Lead Kindly Light from October of 2016. And we will play just a little bit of it. Let us skip forward and right here. So that was about a 10-year difference. What were some of the thoughts and feelings that you were having as you listened to these two songs? Um, a lot of my feelings stem from the fact that I had the great opportunity to sing with two different directors. When I first got in the choir, I sang under Craig Jessup. And he was a fabulous director and had the ability to just pull out of us spiritual feelings and emotions as we sang and a lot of his um a lot of his time was spent on getting us to sing with those emotions and feel the feelings of the song and so it brings back that song brings back a lot of emotions and feelings it also brings back a lot of thoughts about tours because we would sing that a lot on tours. We had the opportunity to sing it at the Kirtland Temple. They, the Church of Christ gave us permission to go in there and sing it. And so it really brings back a lot of emotions and, and feelings, positive emotions and feelings. Uh, the second song, was under the direction of Mac Wilberg, who was also a fabulous music director. Mac focused more on musicality and technical skills. And so the choir has a little bit of a different sound when Mac is directing. The emotions and feelings are just as poignant and strong whether I was singing under Mac or under Craig, but I can hear and sort of feel a difference in just remembering the styles of the two directors and what it was like singing under the different directors. That's fascinating. Thank you so much. All right, Terry. So right now I'm going to have you listen to a little bit of the Battle of Jericho. This was uploaded in 2013 but you have a particular history with the song, am I right? Yes, it 
has a really strong memory for me from my very first broadcast. When you first join the choir, you have to sing in the choir school for three months. You don't get to do the broadcasts, but you're trained and you learn different things, so you sing in what is choir school. And you get to participate in maybe one or two broadcasts. And then after you're finished with the three months of choir school, then you get to join full-time the choir. So one time that was like my very first time after choir school, we finished the broadcast and then Craig Jessup said, everyone stay in your seats. We're gonna do a special song for some people that are here. And it was the Battle of Jericho. And that's a song that the entire choir has had memorized, and but we had never sung it before. Those of us that are just brand new from choir school had never sung it before. And there we were up on the first three rows in front of everybody and singing this song, pretending that we knew it, trying to have facial expressions like we knew this song and what the words were and when not to sing. So it was, it was a lot of fun although it was a little bit nerve-wracking, but lots of great memories with this song. All right, so let's listen to a little segment from the song and see what else will you remember about it. And, but thank you for sharing that. a very fast-paced song how did you like what were some of the other feelings that you had to feel because I imagine it was sung similar to how this video presented yes it was it was technically hard it was one that we'd never actually even heard before and it was fast and there are times the women sing and times the men sing so we just kind of relied on people next to us whispering stop singing or they'd grab our hand and say shh you know, and we just had to kind of pretend we knew the words. And Craig says, just sing watermelon. It'll look like you know the words. And what does that mean, sing watermelon? Well, if you move your mouth and you're saying watermelon, 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 it just kind of goes along with, it looks like you're singing the right words. So. Oh, that is, oh, that is so, so cool. Sing just, can I share another story that I had with yes, this please. song? Okay, so as I was listening to this, it brought back a memory of when the choir traveled to Europe in 2015, I believe. And we went to Berlin 
and we toured around the Berlin Wall. We toured Berlin. We got a lot of history of um, the wall that was there after World War II. And that night, as we sang the concert, we sang this song, and it just all of a sudden in my mind, and I think in everyone's mind as we're singing and the walls came tumbling down, it's emotional. We um, kind of related that to when the Berlin Wall came down and the feelings that went along with that. And a lot of the choir was very emotional singing the song that night because it just kind of related to what we'd learned. Thank you so much, Terry. That, thank you for sharing that wonderful memory with us. Thank you. All right, thank you for sharing that with us, Terry. So right now we're gonna listen to the song Homeward Bound. This was actually at your last broadcast in August 12th of 2018. Now, this is one of your last songs that you sung with the choir after you retired. So let's listen to a little bit of that right now.
So let that one play out a little bit. But like I said before, this was one of your last songs. What were you thinking as you were listening to this song? What were some of the memories that popped up again? So it was mostly a feeling of just intense gratitude for the opportunity to sing with such fabulous choir. And it, you know, reminded me of the friendships that I made, the the eternal friends. It was such a pleasure to rub shoulders with such highly musical and highly spiritual people. And <laughs> what a blessing that is to have been able to get to know them, rub shoulders with them, make music with them. So mostly just gratitude and love and and appreciation for the opportunity that I had to do so many things through the choir. Thank you so much. Okay, Terry, so as we conclude this interview, I want to first thank you for taking the time to listen to these songs and to share these memories and feelings with us. Um, As we end here, uh, there's a few questions I want to ask. So what were some of the lessons that you learned upon first joining the choir? Um, I think one of the biggest lessons I learned is how much of a group effort it is when there are 360 singers and 120 orchestra members and organists and staff, I mean, it has to be run on a really tight, tight ship. But I was amazed at how many people it took to carry off one broadcast. And if one person was not there, it made a difference. And so it really, brought a lesson to me that each person is individual and important whether you're the person turning on the lights or the person handing out the music the show can't go on without everyone there but it also brought to my mind the fact that it's such a group effort and not one person was more important than another and so as a group, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir or the Tabernacle at Temple Square is an amazing group, but you don't really hear one voice at a time. You hear it as a group effort. And so that was a big lesson that I learned of how important it is being able to work together as a group and how important each one is in that group. Thank you. And imagine this lesson continued to be... Um highlighted as you go as you went throughout your career in the tabernacle choir but at the very end there what were some lessons that you learned upon retiring from the choir i think my biggest lesson and the biggest thing that i felt was just again the gratitude the gratitude for being able to be a part of it for being able to play my little role and to be a part of something so big and so such good quality and I also made so many good friends that will be eternally my friends and so we still keep in contact with each other and get together and so that was another lesson. Um, I also realized that 
different personalities do things differently and it's okay to be different and it's okay to you can still be a part of a group and still be an individual that's actually a very beautiful lesson because like i see the choir and it is so uh, organized and in sync with each other and yet you were testifying that it is these differences that make the choir stronger absolutely absolutely each each individual person's spirit if you will their personality their voice their spirit comes through on each broadcast but to the listener it's one big hole that is fascinating thank you so much so the final question before we conclude what is some advice that you would give to our listeners what are what is some advice that you would want them to apply into their everyday life um well one piece of advice that i would give as far as listening to the choir i know probably one of the biggest concerns and um the biggest thing that critics point out about the choir is it's hard to understand the words sometimes and when you have 300 people or 360 people if everyone's there singing it is hard to understand the words but one of the directors taught me a lesson um, and it was actually Barlow Bradford who worked as an assistant associate director with the choir for a while he said don't really worry too much about the words just sing with emotion and feeling and the music will bring the emotions to the listener they may not understand every word you say but they will feel the emotions that you're singing and they will feel the music rather than just hear the words so that would be my advice to listening to the choir if you can't understand the words and we tried our best we worked on it and we worked on enunciation all the time but if you can't understand the words just let the music and the spirit and the feeling carry you through thank you that is some wonderful advice and concerning sensory history um, it is fascinating that how closely that advice connects to sensory history because we may not be able to understand everything that happens in history and we may not be able to understand why people do certain things but as we allow ourselves to feel what they felt and to experience what they experience we may just understand the deeper meaning behind history and in the choir's case we may understand the spiritual feelings that we will feel so thank you so much for this interview this has been very educational and very emotional um, and very, I'm very grateful for this interview. So thank you so much, Terry. Thank you. And thank you so much for the opportunity. I appreciate it. All right. And that will conclude our interview for today. Thank you so much.